Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan. This is Amanda, and this is Let's Palaver About the Drawing of the Three. Part two, chapter nope, nope. Technically <laughs> chapter five, but it's called Reshuffle. Yeah, this is actually it's not it's not even part of part two anymore. It's its own little part. It's in between part two and part three of the book. Yeah. So but reshuffle. Reshuffle. If you if you recognize, if you watched last week's episode, we got to open some special presents on Christmas Eve. My wife made us shirts. Yay! So we have shirts. Awesome it's, shirts. Yes. Beyond really our cool. focus, the circle, my little bat and her um red panda. It's funny because they're swapped-ish as far as the drawing goes. Yeah, yeah. Her drawing of my bat and my drawing of her red panda. That's cool. So, of our first and latest comics. Yay! So, very, very interesting. They look great. We don't know how many shows they're going to be on. Mm -hmm. We don't know how many shows they could physically possibly make it on to, (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, if these magically don't shrink in a dryer, then um, then they'll, they'll be fine. We'll, we'll wear them again. If they shrink in the dryer, there will be children's shirts. And we'll have to... <laughs> we will find a way to put them on the show somehow. But... Tablecloth. So, I don't know. Something. We'll figure out something. So, let's get to it. Let's get to it. The last chapter pretty much ended with... Odetta returning after they went through a long, horrifying adventure with Detta Walker just brutally slowing down their adventure as much as possible. Oh, yeah. And so finally, Detta has the whole, oh, my head hurts thing, and she passes out, and Odetta has returned to us. Praise the Lord, because we... We need a break. Yeah, oh god, that is a lot to handle. And Roland needs a break too, because as soon as Odetta appears, out he goes. He is like, I, I made it. I made it. Thank God. So the first note I have is now it opens up with. To Eddie Dean, he and the lady no longer seemed to be trudging or even walking up that what remained of the beach. They seemed to be flying. Yeah, that's amazing how well things go when you have someone who's cooperating with you. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, pretty much. And then, of course, they foreshadow that Roland has been left behind. Yes. Odetta Holmes still neither liked nor trusted Roland. That was clear. But she recognized how desperate his condition had become and responded to that. Go with her. Before I was watching out for you, and that was important. Now I'll only slow you down. I came to realize how right the gunslinger was almost at once. Eddie pushed the chair. Odetta pumped it. Uh, Do you remember when I told you to be on your guard and you weren't? Yes, I'm telling you again. Be on your guard. Every moment. If her other comes back, don't even, don't wait even a second. Brain her. What if I kill her? Then it's the end. Uh, but if she kills you, that's the end too. And if she comes back, she'll try. She'll try. So yes. 
Eddie, <laughs> Eddie did not want to leave him. He was his only connection to this world. <laughs> But he realized that, especially with how fast they're moving, if Gun- if Roland was the- with them, it would be slow. But they all. She also. Re- he also realized that. Baby girl, what's wrong? <laughs> you're you inter- Yes, I know you're very important. You're a very important part of this podcast. I'm sorry you didn't get a shirt. Go lay down. Go. On. Go lay down. But he pretty much realizes that not only is it that Odetta is important because she's flying with him, she's working with him, he loves her, everything, but also they really need the chair. So they have to be careful. The chair is a very important part of this entire thing. The chair equaled hope. Mm. And then we go. Oh, no, no, I was. Yeah, then we go back. Yes. Now we go back to right after Roland had passed out. So Eddie, he's pretty much. Eddie's trying to get him to eat, and he's like, no. Like, feed her. I'll be fine. Eddie's worried that Detta's just pretending. (laughs) And Roland's like, no. She's not pretending to be anything except alone in her body. I know it, and you do too. Feed her for the sake of your father, and while she eats, come back to me. Every minute counts now, every second. Eddie got up, and the gunslinger pulled him back with his left hand. Sick or not, his strength was still there. And say nothing about the other. Whatever she tells you, what, however she explains <laughs> it, don't contradict her. Why? I don't know. I just know it's wrong. Now do as I say and don't waste any more time. <laughs> just go with whatever she says. We, we need her to stay like her as much as possible. Yes. So pretty much Eddie goes back to her to try to feed her. And she's like, I, I don't know if I can. You know what happened last time. Um... <gasps> It wouldn't hurt you to try again. Because he, he had no idea what she was talking about. Mm. I love you, Eddie. You have tried so hard, been so patient. So has he. She nodded toward the place where the gunslinger lay propped against the rocks, watching. But he is a hard man to love. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I know it. <laughs> and of course, he... Just that's the that's his world right there. He's just mesmerized. He he he, he does love her quite yes. a bit. Please God, I have never had much, so please don't take her away from me again. Please. And then she tries to eat it. <laughs> and she comes up with a story about being allergic to scallops and having told him that she was She thinks she's been eating every day and throwing it up. Yes. And now after she tries it, she just... Hum, hum. I must not be allergic anymore. Oh, well, she says it must be different. We're further up the beach. It must be different. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever whatever makes you feel well. Just, just eat the food so you can gain some strength. So we can continue onward here. 
just don't overdo it. You're not used to it. All that he swallowed and there was an audible click. All that throwing up. Yeah. Thank him and don't tell him that he scares me. <laughs> and then we move back to him pushing her again. And it's pretty much like a little, you know, drag cart race. Like she's she's he's pushing and she's like left, right, left. And immediately he gets tired, and she's like, you need to sleep. He's like, nah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> I think it's like a bad idea. And she's like, you need to rest. I will wake you up in an hour, I promise. And it's like, no. And he said, thinking, but you don't understand. If I sleep and Detta Walker comes back, sleep, Eddie. You will sleep forever at that point. And he does. Yes. She said, and since Eddie was too weary and too much in love to do other than trust her, he did. Mm-hmm. And she does wake him up in an hour. And now we're back to Eddie talking to Roland. Yep. Hunker down. Mm-hmm. He pretty much tells him the plan. About, you're going, I'm staying here, you kill this much one night, if you make it to, you know, halfway there, pretty much. Hmm. If you don't, you kill this many. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't reach it tonight, kill triple here. He handed over one of his guns, and he took it in respect, surprised by its heaviness. I thought the, yeah, I thought the shells were all losers. Probably are, but I've loaded them with the ones I believe were the were wetted the least. One may fire, two if you're lucky. Don't try them on the crawlies. There may be other things out there. And then, of course, he's also like, "Plus, you may need to kill her," which Eddie will not do. You may have to wing her. When you get to the door, leave her. Shelter her as well as you can and come back to me with the chair and the gun. And Roland freaks out. Hey, he flips out. Like, what do you mean, the gun? Leave her with a loaded gun when her other might come back at anything, at any time. Are you insane? The shells. <laughs> Fuck the shells. Yeah. The gunslinger cried, and a freak drop in the wind allowed the words to carry to Odetta. <laughs> Leave it with her not. Eddie does not like this. No, he doesn't. Mm. My phone vibrated on the pumpkin bag. <laughs> so, pretty much just... Something you can't can't drive off with a stick. If something else attacks her and... Yeah. And he's like, well, give her a pile of stones, the gunslinger said. Stones? Jesus wept, man. Are you... No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, you're such a brat. I am thinking, yeah. the gunslinger said, something you seem unable to do. I gave you the gun so you could protect her from the sort of dangers you're talking about. 
Would it please you if I took the gun back? <laughs> then perhaps you could die for her. Would that please you? Very romantic. Except then, instead of just her, all three of us would go down. Very logical. You're still a brat. Go or stay, stop calling me names. You forgot something, Eddie said furiously. What was that? You forgot to tell me to grow up. That's what Henry always used to say. Oh, grow up, kid. The gunslinger had smiled, a weary, oddly beautiful smile. I think you have grown up. Will you go or stay? <clears throat> and it says, I'll go, Eddie said. What are you going to eat? She scarfed the leftovers. So the brat will find a way. This brat has been finding a way. It's like, Eddie looked away. I guess, I guess I'm sorry I called you that, Roland. It's been, it's been a very tying day. Just the relationship between Eddie and Roland is just crazy. It's a good one, though. It is. It's it really is. It's back and forth. It's beautiful. It's lovely. And it's just... They hate each other. They love each other. They don't know what to do. <laughs> it's a hard relationship. Yeah. Uh, it's a Yeah. Uh-oh. Then we move back again to Eddie and her. And they decide to stop for a bit to stretch out. What is he? That was my next note. Lord, it feels so good to stretch out, she sighed, but her brow clouded. I keep thinking of that man back there, Roland, all by himself, and I can't really enjoy it. Eddie, who is he? What is he? Mm -hmm. And almost as an afterthought. And why does he shout so much? <clears throat> Just his nature, I guess. As he said, and it promptly went off to gather rocks. Roland hardly ever shouted, he guessed. Some of it was this morning, after the shells, but the rest of it must have been her false memory, the time she thought she had been Odetta. But he went out, he killed Triple, and then mm -hmm. almost got nipped by the fourth one. Says, and then, of course, they start watching the night sky and have a nice romantic evening together. Oh, do they ever. They're talking about starlight, star bright. Mm -hmm. and they say the words together. And then they make a wish. And he says, Eddie said and thought, please, always you. Have the wish I wish tonight, she echoed and thought, if I must die in this odd place... Please let it not be too hard, and let this good young, young man be with me. And, of course, they're both crying and looking at each other. Later, with strange galaxies turning in slow gavotte overhead, neither thought the act of love had ever been so sweet and so full. Which, if you didn't gather from that, <laughs> they got it on! <laughs> so, yes, they've spent their first night together because it had before that it had foreshadowed it by she asked him if he was asleep and when he said no she asked if she could sleep by him because it was too cold i'm sure it was <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so then they were racing along again and the scenery has been changing and suddenly odetta cries for him to stop mm-hmm 
So he does, and then he freaks out thinking something's wrong with her. So he's like, what is it? What's wrong? Are you okay? She's like, up ahead. Don't you, do, do you see something? Poor, poor, poor Eddie. I know. The worst eyes out of everybody. Just can't see Jack Squat. That was my note, was the door is sighted and Eddie still can't see it. He's never the first one. He just, his eyes just aren't there. <laughs> you really think you've got it spotted, don't you? Yes. Well then, let's go. <laughs> Half an hour later, he saw it too. Jesus, he thought. Her eyes are as good as Roland's. Maybe better. Doubt that. No. But you're being nice. Maybe now. Maybe now. (laughs) Yeah. Half dead. Maybe. (laughs) So they quickly ate and then started, you know, forcing their way through everything. And as I said, the scenery is changing. They're hearing bugs and crickets and they're seeing seagulls and birds and all these small animals. By mid-afternoon, they could see the third door. Like the other two, it was, an, in a, it was an impossibility, which nonetheless stood as stark as a post. Amazing, he heard her say softly. How utterly amazing. Uh, they reached the door. What might have been four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then they just stared at it. Yeah, I mean, it's, those things are pretty interesting, <laughs> pretty mystical there. What two words were written on this door? What does it mean? I don't know. Which is funny. We'll keep reading. And they just never say what two words are on the door. And that's on purpose. I know. But they never say the two words. So it's just said, Don't you? She asked, looking at him more closely. No, I... He swallowed. No. And then, of course, she wants to see what's behind it. Of course. So we go through this, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth thing again. The invisible door, not invisible, invisible, whatever. Yeah. So the magic trick door. And then they wonder if it will work for anyone but Roland. So, of course, Eddie reaches out and turns the knob. And it doesn't do anything. No. It's not going to open for poor Eddie. All right, her voice was calm, resigned. It's for him, then. I think we both knew it. Go for him, Eddie, now. <sighs> so he decides to set her up in this little mountainous area, to which this entire time they've been hearing this giant cat screaming. Mm-hmm. Way up in the distance. seems to be getting closer. Mm-hmm. Is so pretty much, her, uh, yeah. Her eyes flickered to the gunslinger's revolver, shoved into the waistband of his pants, for just a moment. Then back to his face, he felt a dull heat in his cheeks. He told you not to give that to me, didn't he? She said softly. He doesn't want me to have it. For some reason, he doesn't want me to have it. To which Eddie makes up a little excuse and. She's probably right, but blah, 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 blah. Uh, So pretty much, she's just like, no, it's okay. Just leave me in this rock. Give me some stones and some food, and I'll be fine. Yeah, she's it's exactly what, what Roland said. Excuse you. She actually oh, has yeah. a level head. Food, give me some rocks, I'll be fine. But then, as soon... He, he tries again. He tries to give it to her. 
I don't like guns. I don't know how to use them. If something came at me in the dark, first thing I'd do is wet my pants. Then I'd probably end up shooting myself. Then they hear another. Well, I guess a few of those things happen. Yeah, the first, mine was right after that where it's... She paused looking at Eddie solemnly. There's something else and you might as well know it. I don't want to touch anything that belongs to him. Not anything. For me, I think it's his things might have what my ma used to call hoodoo. I like to think of myself as a modern woman. But I don't want any hoodoo on me when you're gone and the dark lands on top of me. So, she thinks that everything that Roland touches is cursed. He's so evil. He's so horrible. technically everything Roland does touch is cursed. (laughs) Uh, They hear another giant growl. And then a little further down, of course, Eddie offers the gun again. Because you know what? Roland told you specifically not to give her the gun. <laughs> and this time, she takes it. Yes. You can argue all you want. I won't argue, I guess. She took the gun. Please be as quick as you can. And of course, he kisses her and he's off. And this time he is flying. Oh, is he flying? Let her be safe. That's my wish. Let my beloved be safe. And like an ill omen, a wildcat screeched somewhere in the tortured ravines that cut through the hills. Only this wildcat sounded as big as a lion roaring in an African jungle. Eddie ran faster. And he gets back to Roland. I don't know how fast, but pretty freaking fast. And Roland's like, he doesn't even have to. At first, he's like, oh, what's that noise? What's the noise? Oh, it's Eddie. Doesn't have to open his eyes. He just knows. Says, I made it, he said. I'm here. He looked back around, then back at the gunslinger as if he could not believe it. Jesus, I'm really here. You he gave her the, the gun. gun. <laughs> Roland knew! He just knows. Like, you bastard. I bust my ass getting back here in record time, and all you can say is, you gave her the gun? Thanks, man. I mean, I expected some expression of gratitude, but this is just, you know, overwhelming. It's like, I think I said the only thing that matters. (laughs) You did the one thing I told you not to do. Now, you can either get in the chair, or I can put it up your butt. Says, which do you prefer? Neither. You're going to sleep. You're going to sleep. For, uh, was it five or seven hours? Yeah. It's like four. All right. But yes, I wrote that part down. Is that he said, your life is in my hands now. I suppose you know that. Yes. I kidnapped you. Yes. Do you want to kill me? If you do, do it now rather than subject any of us to... His breath whistled out softly. Eddie heard his chest rattling and cared very little for the sound. To any further discomfort. I don't want to kill you. Then, he was interrupted by a sudden harsh burst of coughing. Lie down. And so then Eddie decides to go to sleep. So they get up and they go. Hmm. Yeah, they go a little bays, and I think it's some more sleep, and 
Let's see where my next. Where was it? Oh man, I missed something. What'd you miss? Um. So of course he had said he said, "Oh, this is overwhelming." Everything like that, and it says, "Um." I do too, but if you don't rest, you're going to fall down in the traces. Simply as that. Bad for you, worse for me, and worst of all for her. Eddie stood for a moment undecided. You made good time, the gunslinger conceded. He squinted at the sun. It's four, maybe a quarter past. But yeah, just the fact that he finally was like... First it was the gun, and then it was like, you did make good time. Like, he did give Eddie props. Mm-hmm. So yes, they make their journey, and Eddie, of course, is thinking of Odetta the entire time. It takes him a couple days to get back. Or um, Eddie sleeps minimalist. Minimally. And of course, the cat's still making noises. <sighs> Two hours later, they reached it. Well, this is, off, of course, way after, like, a couple days later. Yes. But yes, then the third door was in plain view. By the time the sun cleared the hills, two hours later, they reached it. All together again, Eddie thought, ready to drop into the sand. But that was apparently not so. There was no sign of Odetta Holmes. No sign at all. <sighs> and you want to talk about hard-headed. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> so yes, um... <laughs> He pretty much is just like, I, I, he's screaming for her at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's trying to find Odetta. He's screaming, he's trying to get her attention. Where is she? Meanwhile, Roland is looking at the door. And he is reading the words that he didn't expect to see. Because he was thinking that it was going to be... One word. Yes. Death, Walter had said, but not for you, gunslinger. There was not one word writ upon the store, but two, and neither of them was death. He read it again, lips moving soundlessly. The pusher. Yet it means death, Roland thought, and knew it was so. And then he turned his head and sees Eddie starting to climb the frickin' mountain to go find Odetta. And... <sighs> and the great debate. <laughs> well, the first thing that happens is Roland is thinking... He it says um, that he's he thinks that maybe maybe Edda, Eddie could find Odetta and somehow their love will just push Detta to the background. He says he was a romantic in his own harsh way, yet he was also a realist enough to know that sometimes love actually did conquer all. As for himself, even if he was able to get the drugs from Eddie's world, which had almost cured him before, would they be able to cure him this time? Perhaps they, things hadn't gone too far. And then at this, it says, Perhaps he thought the time had come to an end to just cry off. And at this, everything in him rose in protest. Hey! <laughs> His voice was deep and powerful. And Eddie's just like... <laughs> Roland has one second of doubt about maybe just giving up. And it's like, 
Impossible. Nope. It cannot happen. Nope. It will not happen. So Eddie's just like, go. I will keep looking. You go ahead. And it's like, I have to find her. I mean, I really have to. I understand your love and your need, the gunslinger said, but I want you to come with me. Come with you? Come with you? Now I think I really have heard everything. Deedle, deedle, Dumpkin, everything. Last time you were so determined I was going to stay behind. You were willing to take a chance on me cutting your throat. This time you want to take a chance on something ripping hers out. Ah, and hmm. yes, then it all starts to go downhill hmm. from there. She's alive. That being so, why does she not answer your call? And Eddie wants to come up with any and every reason. Up oh, the cat, you know, maybe the cat got her, but, you know, at the very last minute, just, like, just paralyzed her and took her away, or... You know, like, maybe got her and then she just kept clicking and clicking and the last one just bam, before she dies. Like, it's like, we would have heard a gunshot. Hmm. And then Eddie turns on Roland. Maybe you heard a gunshot and didn't oh. tell me. Well, she's like, well, the, the cat roar woke you up. A gunshot would have woke you up, too. <laughs> Not as tired as I am, man. I fell asleep. It's like, like being dead. I know the feeling, but it's not being dead. I <laughs> uh, like uh, it's a. Uh, it might has it might have been court, but he rather thought it had been his father. Had 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 a saying, uh, might as well try to drink the ocean with a spoon as as argue with a lover. If any proof of the saying were needed, there it stood above him in a posture that was all defiance and defense. Go on, the set of Eddie Dean's body said, go on, I can answer any question you throw at me. Except this one. Something grabbed her, all right. Okay, could have been an ape that grabbed her or something like that. Something grabbed her, all right, the gunslinger said. Well, thank God, getting sick hasn't driven all the sense out of your... And we both know what it was. Detta Walker. That's what grabbed her. Detta Walker. Eddie opened his mouth, but for some little time, only seconds, but enough of them so both acknowledged the truth. The gunslinger's inexorable face bore all his arguments to silence. Eddie knows he's right. (laughs) Whether he wants to admit it or not, he knows. And then they get into a tango. (laughs) He's like, Eddie, come here. No, I'm not coming. It's like a kid. Like, Eddie, come here. No, no, I'm not getting any closer. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> come a little closer if we're to talk. Let's talk, blah, blah, blah. What big eyes you have, Grandma, <laughs> Eddie said. <laughs> to which the very next thing is, we switch over to Dada. Because it is definitely Dada, hidden off, like, I don't know how, but like, was it 150 150 yards yards. above them and perhaps full a quarter mile to the east. Dark eyes and full of intelligence as we're lacking human mercy. Watching this whole thing with the gun. Yes. The really bad man is now the really sick man. And she is talking about how she could feel when Roland was inside her head. The really bad man. It felt terrible. Terrible when he took control of her. It's like, um, 
So pretty much, she was just she remembered seeing the body of that really bad man lying on the sand with Eddie. What would would that Eddie had plunged that knife into the really bad bad man's throat better than a pig slaughtering, better by a country mile? But he hadn't. But she had seen the really bad man's body. It had been breathing, but body was the right word just the same. It had only been a worthless thing, like a cast-off tow sack, which some idiot had stuffed full of weeds or corn shucks. So pretty much, she understands what happens when someone goes near that door. Their body stays there. There's just a thing that she can do whatever with. Mm Mm-hmm. You're gonna find out, and then, bam, just gunshot. Yep. But she was jerked from her rat run of her thoughts by sound that came to her clearly in spite of her surf and wind, the heavy crack of a pistol shot. And then we switch back over to Eddie, and Roland. Which is a little bit before that. He, Roland is still trying to get Eddie to... Come closer to him. Because he's like croaking at this point. He can't yell anymore. It's like, a few more steps wouldn't hurt though, would it? I'm not going to be able to shout much longer. And I need to make you think about what you're doing, planning to do. If I can't persuade you to come with me, maybe I can at least put you on your guard again for your precious tower, Eddie sneered. But he, he did come skidding halfway down the slope. For my precious tower and your precious health. Not to mention your precious life. And of course, Roland pulls out the gun and is like, Hey, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> I don't think he plans on shooting Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't scare me with that. He is such a child. So, Roland tries to explain to him what he did with the remaining... Ammunition, pretty much. And time he had while Eddie was gone, and... He pretty much explains that what he did was he went through his belt, pretty much trying out all the ones, the ones he thought were the wettest, mm-hmm. and he kept cleaning the gun, and every time, more and more, he was starting to actually get live rounds. And so when he refilled, when he had put them in Eddie's gun, the gun he gave to Eddie, he had picked the ones he thought were the driest. Which means that pretty much all of them... A good portion of what she has is going to fire. So she has a live loaded gun waiting up in the mountains for Eddie. That's his whole point. And Eddie just can't. Can't get through his thick skull. It says, um... What lesson am I supposed to take from all this, Roland? I didn't send you out here to die, you know. I didn't send either of you out here to die. Great gods, Eddie, where are your brains? She's packing live iron. She's someplace up in those hills. Maybe you think you can track her, but you're not going to have any luck if the ground is as stony as it looks from here. She's lying up there, Eddie, not Odetta, but Detta. Lying up there with live iron in her hand. If I leave you and you go after her, she will blow your guts out. Mm-hmm. And Eddie stared at the coughing man in the wheelchair. At last, he heard his voice say, 
You could have held back one shell you knew was live. I wouldn't put it past you. And with that said, he knew it to be true. He wouldn't put that or anything else past Roland. His tower. His tower. He... Eddie is just going to make any excuse possible. He refuses to accept anything Roland said. He must find his love. Yes. Even if it's not her. You mean to stay all right. As Detta, she's safer from, from whatever wildlife there may be around here than she would have been as Odetta. And you'd be safer away from her. But I can see how it is. I don't like it, but I have no time to argue with you. Does that mean, Eddie asked politely, that no one ever tried to argue with you about this dark tower you're so set on getting to? <laughs> Roland smiled tardily. A great many did, as a matter of fact. I suppose that's why I recognize you'll not be moved. One fool knows another. Be, I do go, and hear me, Eddie. Be on your guard. Hmm. Then Roland did something that made Eddie ashamed of all his doubts, although no less solidly set in his own decision. He flicked open the cylinder of the revolver with practice flick of a wrist, dampened all the loads, dumped all the loads, and replaced them with the fresh loads from the loops closest to his buckle. He snapped the cylinder back into place and flicked his wrist. No time to clean the machine now, he said. But I twat. But... Whatever it Twont matter. It, it won't matter. Let's go with that. <laughs> I reckon. Now catch. And catch clean. Don't dirty the machine any more than it already is. There aren't many machines left in this world that work anymore. He threw the gun across the space. And of course, Eddie got it. <laughs> the gunslinger got out of the wheelchair, almost fell when it slid back under his pushed hands. Then tottered to the door... He gasped the doorknob. In his hand, it turned easily, and he could not see the scene in the door opened upon. But he heard the muffled sound of traffic. Roland looked back at Eddie, his blue bullshooter eyes gleaming out of his face, which was already ghastly pale. Of course, Dad is watching this whole thing. He says, remember, Eddie, he said in a hoarse voice and then stepped forward. His body collapsed at the edge of the doorway as if it had struck a stone wall instead of an empty space. And Eddie wanted to go look. But he turned around and started looking for Rodetto, of course. Eddie, 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 Eddie! I'm going to tell you one last time. Suddenly scanning the empty brown hills, Eddie was scared. Beyond your guard. Nothing up there was moving. Nothing he could see, at least. He sensed her all the same. Not Odetta. The gunslinger was right about that. It was Detta he sensed. He swallowed and heard a click in his throat. On your guard. Yes, but never in his life had he felt such a deadly need for sleep. And while he slept, Detta would come. Eddie felt weariness looking at the hills. How long it might be before Roland came back with the third, the pusher. Whoever... He or she was. Odetta, he called without much hope. Only silence entered. And for Eddie, the time of waiting began. So what we have is Roland has now left his body in his world, has gone to go find the pusher. And hoping that Eddie 
will be on guard and make sure that Dana doesn't kill both of them. Meanwhile, Eddie is tired as hell and fighting sleep. And Dada is wide awake, alert, ready to kill them, just watching the entire scene play out. We already know that she can fight sleep like a champ. Because she does it just to torture them. She's evil. She is evil. That's the word for it? (laughs) Pure evil. Reminds me, after this, hmm, two trailers came out today. Mm-hmm. Well, I said evil. It reminded me of a trailer. Okay. Uh, Hellboy, oh. TV series, from Netflix, came out today. Okay, looks interesting. Actually, I think that came out yesterday. Whatever. I, I watched I saw it. something about it yesterday. I watched it today. Oh, okay. Uh, and the new Men in Black trailer came out. Hmm, didn't know that that was happening at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, okay. That's happening. There's a trailer for it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, starring. Uh, um. Um, oh God, Steph. Thor, Thor. You just said it. Was it is it Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'm really confused. So it's starring Thor, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. and I don't know her name, Lita, Lita Thompson or something. Anyway, the girl who played um, Valkyrie in Thor. So Thor what? and Valkyrie are the new Men in Black. It's gonna be about them. It's called Men in Black International, which is a horrible name, but. Does, it, does the trailer even look Don't know. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. I have watched it. I don't know. Uh, I want to watch fishy. it. I, 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 and what I, all I saw a picture. It looks like Liam Neeson is also in this. Okay. So, I like the old ones. They were interesting. First one was by far the best one. Well, obviously. But they were interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely watch this trailer. Once we get done with this. Yeah, okay. once we get done. Which, this is really old for y'all when you watch it and things and what we're talking about. <laughs> and it is what it is. So, the next chapter... After you just derailed the no, entire so train. Say it. I had to, I had to. We didn't say what day this was going to be, did we? I thought we said it was the day before New Year. No, we didn't. I don't think we said this is technically New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve! So, don't forget. It is 8 o'clock on New Year's Eve. So you have a couple more hours, and then you can count down to the new year. This is the last episode of 2018. Why is it 8 o'clock? For us, who knows when they're going to watch it when it comes out. Why why are they randomly watching it at 8 o'clock on New Year's Eve? Well, okay, that's like saying that... Why are we saying what day it is when they could be watching it, like, in June? Yeah, but still, why why specify 8 o'clock and tell them they have a couple of hours? Because you usually, on New Year's Eve, count down to New Year's. So I'm telling them, for us at least, if it's 8 o'clock, you have a couple more hours before you can count down to the New Year's. And then I mentioned that this is the last episode of 2018. This is the last episode of 20... Wow. It's For already us. been half a, half a year. We started, what, August-ish? Uh, late August. September, October, November, December. It's been like four months. But that's almost half a year. It feels <laughs> like five, so... It, well, it feels like it's been years. <laughs> but yeah, yes. Technically, this is going out New Year's Eve. It is the very last show that will go up of 2018... Uh, tomorrow will open up with Breaking Prisms. What episode is that? 
That will be the... Um, we just watched it. Is it the, is that it the Twilight sh- episode? That should be... The Twilight one? I'm pretty sure. Isn't that the last one we talked about? Yeah, yeah so it'll open up with the Twilight episode that both of us thought were... Because eh. it went nosedive, then... I think I do think what we filmed last. Huh? We filmed, I think we're pretty sure we filmed... Uh, no, I'm trying to remember. It. Okay, so okay. it was nosedive, and then... Oh my goodness. Da, 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 da. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's... It's, um, what is it? Uh, what, was it? what was that one called? Well, we have, uh... The... This was the Twilight Zone. I'm more the than Twilight positive. Twilight Zone episode was Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment Day. That's the one that's coming out tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Technically tomorrow. <laughs> I can't time travel, okay? Yeah. Wow, we did it. So, we'll start back off in 2019. We're Breaking Prisons, that episode. We've got... Oh, I don't remember what the, um, um, what would you if is? Oh, uh, no, or, New Year's resolutions. Nope, nope, that's, that's, no, no. That that's, was our that's what's in the box. box. No, our, it was, uh, would oh. you, or is that the one, would you relive 2018? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty I sure. I think it was, would I'm you pretty relive, sure. Yeah, would you relive 2018 if you could retain your knowledge. Yes, if you could retain your knowledge. Pretty much, if you knew what you knew right now, but you re- had to relive 2018, would mm-hmm. you do it? And we had decided, we had pretty much talked ourselves into it, I think, <laughs> somehow, by saying yes, because we could have started the podcast earlier. I think that was a primary reason. That yeah. and that alone was the <laughs> only reason. Um... Because we got, we, we figured we'd be bored because of all the movies coming out and we'd already seen them. Um, and then there's just some stupid stuff that happened in 2018. We don't really want to relive, but the podcast could have started sooner. We could have been a lot farther. Already had notes and stuff taken down of, you know, what we could have changed, made better right away. Mm-hmm. Um... Because then we would be like 11 months into the podcast and not four. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So enjoy those. Have fun with those. Our next um, um, Let's Palaver will be the going pusher. to uh, part three The Pusher, chapter one Bitter Medicine. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. You can reach Amanda at KZ Pup. You can reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube podcast services. Um, I have discovered with our newest comment that uh, Home Dude, his name will forever be Home Dude. <laughs> um, he says he doesn't use Twitter. Therefore, because oh. he commented, I, I assume based on me complaining that no one ever votes on the poll at the end of the episode. I think I can do polls on Facebook. Mm. I'm pretty sure I can do polls on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. So, he did do that. 
And he commented also, I didn't get to read it. I was on my way over here when I realized that he had commented. So I didn't read the whole... Uh, he had another comment asking questions about the last... Uh, the, the interdimensional... What you have? Oh, if we would just hop into a mm -hmm. dimension even though we didn't know what it was? Yes. So he I left forgot what our answers were on that one. I said you, no. You, you said, said yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, so, I said, let's go for it. And you're like, nah. Yeah, I'm too risk averse. I can't do it. That's how I am. So. Uh, once again, thank you to the wonderful Sandy for. Yes, thanks for the shirts. It's our first merch, even though it's not for sale and it may not fit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it is what it is. So, hope you enjoyed. Uh, go check out the other comics. The other comic, or go check out the comic and the other ones that go to it. Check out the other shows. Go watch Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. I'm gonna just keep pushing it. I'm gonna help this movie do well. We're already supposed to get in the sequel. I'm thrilled about it. Go watch it. It's awesome. It really was. It really uh, was. Subscribe to the channel. Leave comments down below. Like the videos. Read the book. That would be cool too. If you made it this far, I mean, we're hoping you're reading it. Yeah. Our descriptions don't give it justice. So, no, I, like how. How we sit here and talk about it is not even close to the imagination and descriptions that King puts into it. But if we were to go and read every single thing, it would literally be a read-along. Yeah. And we'd probably get into some copyright issues. No, I doubt it. No one's going to say nothing. No one's going to say nothing. I don't think so anyway. But it is what it is. Aspen, say goodbye to 2018. Bye. Goodbye, 2018. Till next! time in 2019 long days and pleasant nights <laughs>